0: Good afternoon, it's a quarter past one on the 2nd of April, 2019, I'm in Royal Oak, Michigan, and I want to make the argument, or make the case, however that is correctly worded that magic is real. Now, there are some people that I might say that to or that might hear me say that and they would just go, yeah, obviously, of course it is. Duh. And I would venture a guess that a lot more people would say, no, it's not. Or what are you talking about? And it helps... If we define what it is that's being talked about, so when I say magic is real, what do I mean? Do I mean that a street magician doing some sort of sleight of hand tricks with his cards, and maybe he's got some cups and a ball, and oh look, there's three balls, and whoop, snip, slide, slide, swing, dip, dip, dip. oh look, it's now there's only two. oh, where, oh, oh, ho oh, oh, oh. but now, but now it's a a cube. Whoa! Oh, oh, Whoa! Wow! What? how that happen? No, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about that kind of magic or illusions or. I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what the proper term for for that sort of wizardry is. But then, when other people hear magic, they might think of something like Harry Potter waving a wand around, saying some some spell word. The next thing you know, there's a. Uh, I don't know, a, a mist coming out of your wand and, and blasting somebody and either hurting them or, or helping them or maybe the, the tip of the wand lights up so that you can see in the dark. Okay. No. I'm not talking about that. You might think of... Oh, what's another example? Doctor Strange. Although he's a, a sorcerer, but for but he he wields magic. He's got books and he's got a cape that somehow can do whatever it wants and it fixes itself to his neck. Is that what I'm talking about? No. Not talking about that. So when I say magic is real, what do I mean by magic is real? Well, The thing is, is that if you're skeptical, and you should be, you absolutely should be, you shouldn't just take what somebody says and go, well, well, of course, yeah, well, whatever you say, man. The first thing that you would want to know, I imagine, is, well, what do you mean? And then the second thing that you might want to know once you understood what I meant was, okay, well, can you prove that? How does it how does it work in practice? What what do you how do you how do you cast a spell or or weave magic or whatever it is that you call it? And I don't have any sort of fancy name for the kind of magic that I participate in because I, it's not a structured kind of thing. It's not quite like Harry Potter or Doctor Strange or any other movie example that you can think of because life is life and unless the movie is a drama movies and life don't usually look the same movies are extreme examples of things they're pulled out of proportion to emphasize various things. So, while I could draw out of Star Wars or many other stories, the story of what is called the hero's journey, Star Wars isn't like what most people are going to experience in their day-to-day life. Most people aren't going to <laughs> I say most people, I don't think anyone at all currently alive is going to live a life like Luke Skywalker or one of the stormtroopers in that you wear a white suit made out of some sort of, I don't know what even that material is. I don't think it's ever mentioned in any of the movies. It probably is in some of the books, almost certainly is, or some sort of fan, certainly in some fan fiction or something. It's not very good, it doesn't seem to be very useful for stopping even rocks, the Ewoks were able to kill stormtroopers or at least knock them unconscious, so the armor, whatever the heck it's made out of, seems kind of garbage. Anyways, a person isn't going to be zipping around in an X-Wing fighter and have a, a lightsaber and deflect laser beam bolts, no, but people are going to have experiences close enough to what Luke goes through that it may as well be the same thing. You might be wondering, well, okay, close enough in what sense? Well, close enough in the senses that matter. Not what you see, but what you go through. So, just because Luke Skywalker has a a lightsaber and he's able to wield the force doesn't mean a whole lot other than that doesn't mean much of anything it's just it's it's a fancy costume and getting hung up on the costume or the imagery is to lose sight of what's really going on let me try to get out of this wind now again you might be wondering what do you mean what's really going on what, what does that mean well think about What Luke, what his life is like in Star Wars and what's going on. Now, you might be wondering in the back of your head, what does this have to do with magic? And I'm going to bring it around to that. So, Luke is living with some people that aren't really his parents. He doesn't really identify with them. He's not a huge fan of them. He he cares for them, but it's not like he wants to be there working on the farm with his his aunt and uncle. He doesn't know who his real father is, doesn't know who his real mother is. Is living this sort of adopted life. Now, I imagine if you're like me, and you're like most, or I don't know about most people, but many people in the world. How many is many people? I don't know. More than a dozen. A lot. Less than 7 billion. There have been times where you don't feel quite like, Something just seems off about your life. Like this is—is is this it? Is this—is this—is this all I'm supposed to do? I'm just supposed to be a, a moisture farmer out on a desert planet, or I'm just supposed to be dunking Fries and, and vats of oil at McDonald's, or I'm just supposed to be ringing people up at a grocery store, that, and then I go home, and then I play some video games, or or I work on some project, or I hang out with my friends, or I go out and get, get drunk, or. Maybe I have a, a an office job and, and or, or or a driving job. It's it's not a bad job, and the people I work for aren't bad people. It's just, is this it? It seems so ho hum. It's kind of eh. Okay, it seems like there's more to life than that. Maybe, is this is this it? Thing is, is that somebody has to live the life of the stormtrooper. It's got to be somebody because they're in the story. The thing that doesn't get mentioned, though, oftentimes, is that the Stormtrooper doesn't have to stay the Stormtrooper. You see this with Finn in The uh, Force Awakens. You don't have to stay in that life. You see it with Luke Skywalker. You don't have to stay doing these things. And then you might think, well, if everybody doesn't stay doing those things, then who's going to do those things? Because you already established that somebody has to do those things. Somebody's got to be the Burger Flipper. Well, there are new people coming into existence all the time. There are different people that are on different paths, and just because you... The, th- the thing about the, the hero's journey being Luke Skywalker is that that can happen in a moment-to-moment basis. It, or it does happen on a moment-to-moment basis. It can happen in a single day that you can go from, oh, is this all my morning is going to be? I'm just going to lay here in bed, and you can suddenly go, No. I'm going to do something. I'm going to go out and I'm going to I'm going to go on a walk or I'm going to I'm going to go on a jog or I'm going to lift some weights or I'm going to I'm going to go and get myself I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to walk there because it's not that far and I'm going to get myself some things for breakfast and and make a a, a good breakfast and then I'm going to I've got some things I want to do today. That can ha- these that that call to adventure can happen in moment to moment to moment. And then while one person is answering that call and and going on their adventure, and the adventure could be something as simple as going to the grocery store like I already established a moment ago. Um, Somebody else is failing to listen to that call. They're going, "Eh, I'm just going to stay in bed today. So the characters that are the Luke Skywalkers, the Harry Potters, the, the heroes of the story, and the people that are the background extras, it's constantly fluctuating. It's always in flux. You can be the hero for one moment and then you could be the villain the next. It's not a static thing. It's not as though once you become Luke Skywalker or once you answer that call, then it's all uphill from there. And it's just it's just a constant everything's always getting better. No. There are setbacks. There are there are challenges. Okay. So what does this have to do with magic and how 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 does any of what I just said Tie into my claim That magic is real Let me try that again without yawning How does any of what I just said tie into My claim that magic is real Well We gotta go back to the establish We have to go back To establishing what I mean by magic So I said what I didn't mean I don't mean Doctor Strange or, Or Harry Potter or Any of those examples, the movie, book type, sensationalized examples. So you you might be wondering, okay, what, what spells or what kind of magic have you done in your life? Well, here's an example. And this won't sound like magic to most people, but to some it will. Some will go, yeah, that sounds accurate. So, around the time, let's see, let's see when it first happened. How, when, how did this whole thing? Because the thing about the magic, the, the kind of magic that I'm talking about, it, it's not like there. It's hard to pinpoint the the exact moment that the result happened. So, what I mean by that is, with Doctor Strange he he weaves his hands in the air and and you see this this symbol appear or some sort of glyphs in the air and and then that does something or he draws a circle and he steps through it and he's a different he's in a different place those are hyper exaggerated forms of magic and you might say in what way and i'd say in the time way most things don't happen quite that fast and you might be immediately thinking Oh, okay, I see what you're saying So you're saying that if you work hard and do a thing for a long time Then something happens Well, no, it's not quite that either So the first time I was living in Michigan back in 2008 I, I started smoking marijuana on a somewhat regular basis It wasn't all the time But it would be, I'd say, on average, once a week, towards the later end of my time here. Oh, is that the greatest idea for me? Well, uh, excuse me, more yawns. It's hard to say. It's, It's hard to say what the greatest idea would be for me. The biggest benefit that smoking marijuana had for me is that I was able to see what smoking marijuana was like. You might go, okay, how does that make sense? That's like saying, eating oatmeal for the first time told you what eating oatmeal was like. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about going into new situations is that you learn that, unless you die, but if you come out of that situation having learned something, what, the, the meta lesson is that by going into new situations, you're able to learn new things. So what I learned from smoking marijuana was that it was not at all what I had been told it was like. It was not at all the way that it's portrayed in the movies. I, there are very few movies that I've seen that portrays marijuana completely accurately. Because the way that different people interact with marijuana is different for each person. Some people, it's, maybe it helps them be super creative and they get really talky. Some people, and it also depends on what strain and who you're with and and where you're going. That's like saying everybody that eats a hamburger is going to have the same exact experience. That's just not true. Some people really like beef. Some people really don't like beef. Some people have uh, an allergic reaction to something that's on the hamburger that they didn't realize until they ate it. Some people just, there are so many different various, there are so many different Ways to go about the interaction with eating a food or having a glass of water. The, the, the type of, you might say, well, everybody's going to have the same experience when they drink a glass of water. Really? Really? The kind of person, so somebody that's just desperate for a glass of water, they, they, they've come out of, on a, just ended a, a long hike, and they, they've been out, coming down a mountain, and they didn't bring enough water, they ran out of water halfway up the hill, but then they went all the way to the top and then came all the way back down. So they, it was a quarter of the way through their entire trip. They ran out of water. They get back to their car where they have got a gallon waiting for them. That that, that water that they're drinking is going to taste the same to the person that's been drinking plenty throughout the day and then just goes, oh, I've got to get another I'm trying to get eight cups of water and I'm going to have, a, I'm gonna have my, my eighth right now. That's going to taste the same to them? No. For the one person... That water, the, the hiker, it's gonna, the, that water is going to taste like the most amazing thing that they've had all day. But the, for, for the person that is just trying to get their eighth cup of water in, that might, that, that might be a, a struggle. Ugh, I've had so much water. I just don't want any more water. So to say that it's the, the same thing happens for everybody with the, with the same sort of thing, water or a burger or a fry or a, a ice cream or, or anything is absurd. So everybody has different reactions to things. My point there is that my interaction with marijuana was not the same as other people's and it won't ever be the same as other people's because that's mine and it is unique to me there might be um, so many similarities that the distinction is, is pointless or to separate the differences might be pointless but my point here is that until you do a thing yourself you don't know what it actually is like and taking somebody else's example isn't always the best thing. Now there are certain things that it might be really good to listen to them. For example, if drinking bleach does horrible damage to every single person that has ever done that without any exception it might not be such a good idea for you to experience drinking bleach. There are certain poisons, there are certain venoms, there are certain plants and toxins in the world where just avoiding them altogether is probably in your best interest. Okay. I still haven't touched on what I mean by magic. What I mean by magic, if I can summarize it let me see if I can come up with a very succinct way to do this. I guess I would say magic is something like, in a sentence, it's it's paying attention to your experience's life and then adjusting accordingly to what you want to have happen. For example, yesterday I watched a video on the benefits of meditation while having while, while you're fasting and how you're able according to this person Rupert Sheldrake get into a meditative headspace easier while you're fasting you're able to focus more while you're fasting whether that be on reading or uh, praying or whatever it is that you're trying to pay attention to, fasting will help you achieve that with greater clarity and so I decided to test that out. I decided last night that today I would have nothing to eat. The only thing that I would consume would be water and green tea. And I wouldn't have any green tea. I wouldn't make any more green tea. If I still had some leftover, I'd, I would allow myself to finish whatever I had, still had past noon. And the only other thing that I would put in the green tea besides the tea and the water would be a little bit of honey, if anything. I had one glass that had honey in it. I think. I think. I think. I think I've had three mugs. One with, one without, and then a, a third with. And it's interesting to see how my mind has come up with different attempts to get me to have other things to eat because I am feeling hungry. My stomach is a little grumbly right now, and I, some food does sound nice. But I said what I was going to do and I'm doing that and now there is a result happening so if you like you can think of that as me having cast a spell last night I said I'm not going to do this thing and now I'm not doing that thing and there's a result happening if you want to see fancy magic where somebody waves their hands around and shoots lightning bolts out of their fingertips you're, just, you're going to be waiting around a long time for that. But if you want to experience magic in your own life and see what it's actually like, then try some new things. Put yourself in situations that you didn't think that you would ever be in. Go and read a book on a subject that you never thought you would be interested in. Just go to the library and, and pick something out. You'll start to find that the more you do this kind of thing, the more you expose yourself to situations and places and people that you didn't think you'd ever do, the more your life opens up and expands and becomes more interesting and interesting in ways that you couldn't have ever anticipated because you're doing things that you didn't think that you were going to do. It all just works together very well. Put yourself out there and see what you can find. All right. Good luck. Be safe. I love you. Bye.